Hello and welcome to the Productivity Podcast. In this episode, I finished the two-part series detailing studying methods for students and learning methods for people in general. There's always something to be taken away from whatever you are encountering, and the pattern applies to not only this podcast, but your life in general. Covering most other classes past technical topics such as math, engineering, and chemistry requires a method that is extremely versatile, a method that is catered towards your thinking, a method that overall will open up your mind to the applications of what you're learning so that you can actively expand on the ideas and think the entire time that you are taking notes and the entire time that you are studying. Generally, when people take notes on these subjects, they focus on exactly the wrong thing. They tend to focus on hard information and a lot of it. They tend to believe that if you can get down as much hard information on the page as possible, now they can always look back later to uncover what they're looking for. And the reality is much more dire than you expect, though, because no one remembers this hard information. Um, A good example is dates, specific cities where things happened. I mean, overall, this information is just unhelpful, and it doesn't contribute to your learning at all. There's a reason that questions covering this type of detail and specificity rarely exist on tests or as topics for papers. They aren't particularly important or conducive to learning. So what is conducive to learning? General arguments, why they're important, and where they come from. This means that when you write down notes, you want to cover themes, repeated information that a professor or teacher brings up. If you hear the same information more than once, that is a huge clue that what you are hearing is extremely important. Take this as your first hint. Repeats mean double you should think about whatever it is they've stated. And when you write down notes, you should never take them without rephrasing what you are writing into your own words. The idea when taking notes is to not take the notes for later, but to take the notes so that you remember immediately. You want to have this information within your mind, not within a notebook that you hardly ever open except when it comes to taking notes. The last thing you want is a black hole system, some kind of system that you add to but never take anything out of. And the tendency for students to do this to themselves is really uncanny. And black hole systems plague just about every note-taking system if you don't actively watch out for them. Regarding the formats of these notes, there are many kinds of formats that I've seen that have been invented for note-taking and all with various drawbacks, but there are also common ideas within them. And I'm not going to praise any individual individual note-taking format here for being particularly better than any of the others. But a few of the key aspects that make a format good are that it encourages active recall of information, it encourages note revision, and it encourages thinking about the information and its whole. One of the best possible things about a note-taking method that it can really do is encourage active recall when you look back through your notes, which you should always do, at least once, and immediately after class, preferably. Taking proper notes should follow a question-answer format where you can look through the information and read the title of some kind of note and think to yourself first before looking forward. You can think, what is this? And just asking yourself this completely changes the game. Once you start quizzing yourself as you read through your notes, you really quickly realize how much you can clear up your own thinking just by reviewing this information once. And what goes along with this information is note revision. When you go back through your notes, you will find that you often cut things pretty sparse during a lecture in order to keep up with any ideas that fly past you. And what this means is that when you go back through these notes, preferably immediately after class, as stated before, it's still relatively fresh in your mind, and you're going to expand what you have written and make sure that it is as developed as reasonable. Leading to the final point, thinking is the other major aspect of note-taking. You can't expect to get particularly far as a student without thinking, all for very obvious reasons. You need to think deeply about what your professor has said and talk to others about it. Force yourself to think deeply in any way you can possibly find about this information, and when you take notes in a way 
way that forces you to think about the information, you were just far more likely to form cohesive arguments about it, and you were far more likely to remember anything that you heard long term so that you can capitalize on your thinking. What is great about thinking is that it gets easier the more you do it, and of course you may say that you've thought before. You have thought about lots of things. You may have even thought deeply about a few particular things that you were interested in, but I encourage you to take enthusiasm and dump it into immersing yourself into the topics that you're studying. Try and learn more information about them on your own time, and try and explain to others what it is in particular that you find cool about a topic, or why you disagree with what your professor said about what it is. Whatever you do, force yourself to think about the topic. You will find that the more you do this, the easier it becomes, and heck, it may even become more enjoyable for some of the things that you weren't ordinarily interested in. You may find that you might actually like some of those topics. There's a reason that many professors are extremely enthusiastic about what they're teaching, and that's generally because they have thought about a topic so deeply for such an extreme period of time that they can see all the intricacy that lies within it that others simply can't, and they have just immersed themselves within a topic. And frankly, that's a great idea that we can all learn from. Try and do the same. This particularly can relate to me and this podcast in general. I was interested in productivity and the methods behind efficiency before I started this podcast, but now that I really entrenched myself in this world, I've completely fell in love with it. I love figuring out ways to make my learning or writing a little bit easier, and I love sharing the information with other people. And through this podcast, I can really do that. Uh, There's an allure that almost any topic has when you dive deep into it, and things have complexity beyond what you could possibly imagine. There always seems to be further steps on even the most niche of topics. Learn to look for this in the topics that you're studying, and you'll find that learning becomes not only much easier, but even enjoyable. Another fast, fantastic idea that I try to take advantage of is teaching. Those who've never tried to teach someone in an official or helpful way are in for a rude awakening when they realize that whatever they're talking about, they really don't know particularly well at all. It's really incredible how much our brain can hide from us without us noticing, and we can feel that we have a complete understanding of a topic, but as soon as you go to teach it, you realize all of the gaps in your own knowledge. And here's where you can take advantage, right? Teaching your friends about what you're learning. Teach your family about what you're learning. Teach yourself about what you're learning by speaking aloud and trying to give a presentation. Do whatever you can to externalize this information in some kind of communicative way. Whatever you do, you will find so much information that you need to learn more about from a textbook, from some kind of source. And the information that you do know solidly, you'll be able to breeze right through. Trust in the method. Just try and teach. Textbooks are another thing that I just mentioned. And textbooks are a fantastic resource that are almost always improperly used. People tend to read straight through textbooks. They highlight as they go. And this simply isn't how textbooks were even meant to be used, or are meant to be used. Textbooks are to help you get through what you don't understand already. They are for clearing up understanding, and they are really helpful for helping you through difficult homework assignments, helping you through a paper. Reading through them like they're a novel is just information overload. You'll find it it's extremely difficult to learn information when you constantly get slammed with this massively complicated and technical writing that is common in textbooks, and that simply isn't a good method to learn anything. Textbooks really should be looked at almost like the way you look at a Wikipedia article after you have a disagreement with someone, right? You say, oh, I was pretty sure it was like this, and you look it up and you look for specifically that information that will help clear up the disagreement that you're having. That's exactly what textbooks are for, and they're really great at that, but they are not for reading in a traditional sense. In conclusion, I'd like to thank you all for listening to this episode of the Productivity Podcast. I find it awesome that there are enough 
of you listening to keep me moving forward and to keep encouraging me. And I will continue thinking and learning all so that you can learn through what I know and what I've experienced. Again, thank you very much.